Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, diddledy Doug. Hey, Dougarino. <laughs> uh, remember last week when I joked that we should do a second part with Chris Fairbanks? Boy, do I. Well, like a lot of jokes, it's become a reality. Chris Fairbanks is back for round two. Oh, hell yeah, buddy. Uh, first guest where I didn't get through all of my, you know, planned questions. Yeah, that, uh, guy, that guy's got a lot to say. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mean, there weren't a lot of uh, questions that we didn't get to, but I think there's enough <laughs> to do this second episode. It might come up short. It might be a, a short ep. We'll see. We'll see. This is a fun experiment to see if Chris Fairbanks can stretch four or five questions out into an hour-long conversation. Uh, and it's uh, Thursday, January 19th. Let's go to work. Hello again. Hello, Chris Fairbanks. Hello, Doug. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, how's it going, other Doug? Good to, good to hear your voices. You too, man. I just killed a bug while the theme song was on. Was yeah, busy. it, it kind of gets you in that mood, doesn't it? <laughs> sure does. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of <laughs> shadow boxed the air for a minute. <laughs> So you're back uh, after a great episode last week where we didn't get to all of our questions. In the early part of this show, uh, we'd run out of questions for the guest uh, a lot of times and then resort to asking questions uh, that we were planning to ask previous guests that we didn't get to. And then uh, eventually it got to a point where the amount of questions that I have each week seems to fill the hour quite nicely, but then you uh, you supercharged it, and um, so we're back with just a few more questions to, uh, in case anyone was like, "Well, there's several questions he asks every guest that he didn't even get to with Chris." They're kind of it's probably kind of suspenseful. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's kind of like one of those episodes of a sitcom in the 80s where there's no theme music and it just says to be continued, but it's usually because something sad happened. Right, uh, or like a, yeah. a big decision needs to be made. Yeah, like an extra special episode of Family Ties. But this, you know, nothing bad happened. I'm just a bit of a windbag. Yeah, it wasn't like the <laughs> end of, wasn't like the ep- the last episode of ALF. Oh, where they're like, oh, where's the cat? Did he finally eat him? <laughs> Didn't Alf always, yeah, Alf uh, craved after cats like cats crave after lasagna. He just wanted to eat the cat. I think that was part of him being an alien. I don't think cats like lasagna, do they? Uh, the, there's one famous cat, <laughs> you both know I'm talking about Heathcliff, who also. Yeah. <laughs> Gets into a lot of fights. They didn't want to animate those fights. They just would make a cloud of smoke with fish bones shooting out of it. But you know, he <laughs> ate a lot of fights. Do you think that, <laughs> this? Uh, see, we're already off to the races. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Heathcliff 
was of course the the Garfield sort of knockoff or just yeah. similar. But what did Heathcliff have a favorite food? Like, did they go that far? Like, is there did Heathcliff have to enjoy pizza or something? Did he oh, have a different, ravioli? A different yeah, I, Italian dish? <laughs> I think because. And the, and the big difference that they'll try they'll try and point it out just like if you get in an argument with one of these people that made Mac and me and you accidentally compare it to E.T. The, he uh, he was an alley cat you know that's why he was always fighting and had feline AIDS and then also he would eat garbage so I think it's anything anything in the trash like it often was I'm not kidding a skeleton of fish with no meat on it and he'd eat it like a you know, just suck on it. Right, you just suck on the bones. Yeah, yeah, he's a nasty cat. It actually, if you if you watch those <laughs> cartoons, and I did recently because for some reason I got curious. It's it's pretty dark. So Heathcliff has animated cartoons. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought he was just uh, you know a Sunday comic cat. I yeah, he was just he, in the funny pages. Uh, he went from United Features Syndicate, I believe, to uh, stop motion uh, sometime in there in eighty one. Oh, it's in stop motion. Oh yeah, it's a cartoon. They what? Are, it's episodic Heathcliff. I know it as a cartoon. That's why I've seen the the fights. You know. Yeah, so I've never, I've never experienced a Heathcliff cartoon as far as I, I, but I might just have forgotten it because it's, you know, obviously just a knockoff of, uh, of our boy Garfield. Yeah, yeah, and he is, yeah, he's everyone's <laughs> boy. But, but I, uh, I don't know why I remember. If if something is useless, I will have a vivid photographic memory of it. Uh, if it's useless, but. I don't remember what I did this morning. Oh, I slept. That's what it is. That used to be the thing with the uh, animated cats. I remember Top Cat was always uh, hanging out with his friends by the garbage. For some reason, by the garbage became a a cat, an animated cat thing. And then um, there were also the eating the fish reminded me that if they if they do get a full fish and they eat it. You know, they put it in their mouths and then, you know, eat the meat off it and pull the bones out. But when, yeah. they, but when they pull the bones out, it makes a xylophone sound. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a fun day. That's a fun day for the Foley artist. You get to pull out the old xylophone. And also, I, I you, you always think, like, who's throwing away all these fish? Um but I, w- I was pretty excited the year I did Premium Blend. I had never been to New York uh, before, and I drank a lot. And that week, it was really hot, and the garbage men had gone on strike. So throughout all of New York, there was just piles of garbage that weren't getting picked up. I guess that's kind of normal. And I and Doug might remember this because I did a painting sure of it do. for Joanne. I was just leaping into <laughs> garbage all night, like off fire escapes. Uh, I tried to flip into a dumpster. I was just really excited because something had happened with my career, but I ended up jumping into a pile of garbage and within it was a can, a trash can filled halfway with just fish, guts and blood and scales. And I, I, I landed on it and it hurt and it tipped over and poured over me like Sherwin Williams uh, all over my body and I just continued to go out with all the other comics just covered in blood and fish scales. And I smelled horribly and it was just a simpler time. Uh, it was really, uh, yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Night. Nobody but, captured it on video. That's what kind of, th- those were the days. Yeah. that That's why I had to do a courtroom drawing of it for Joanne and she framed it. It's just me diving into garbage and it says, New York is terrific. And, yeah. <laughs> she said she still has it up. I, I saw her at the premiere for the disappearance of Tony Black, uh, Toby, Toby Blackwood. <laughs> so, uh, and she said she still had it on her wall. So that made me feel good. Nice. Yeah. Good art. Well, the regular man. listeners can't get enough of hearing about Toby Blackwood. We, we don't bring it up enough, but uh, I will. What, Chris, have you been up to? Let's talk about you and your last. It's been a week since we talked to you. Yes. What happened? What, what are the highlights from the past week? 
Well, I that's a, a very good question. I'm kind of just going through my uh, memory. Nothing unimportant happened, so of course I don't remember a lot. Uh, I mean, <laughs> today, uh, we can start with today. I did get a delivery of two packages I've been waiting on. Uh, uh, one is a... That's exciting. Yeah, I, I for years I... I didn't want to face the fact that I was back to being a guy that goes to a laundromat. Uh, for years, I had a washer and dryer. I went 50-50 on it with Tig when I lived with Tig for seven years. And then when and we got a divorce, I I was the one that got the uh, washer and dryer. That's a joke, of course. We, Her and I weren't married. <laughs> but uh, it finally broke. I outlasted uh, that washer and dryer. So I got a laundry cart so I can go down like an old Slavic lady uh, who just had some cold cabbage soup. I, I, uh, I just, I have a cart that I, so I'm excited about that because I can wheel it down to the laundromat. It, that's kind of sad. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to bum everyone out. And I finally got a, I finally got an umbrella. I lost my last one. It, it said H, HBO on it for years. I just thought I had a black umbrella that said HBO. And one day I was twirling it in the rain and I, I saw the other side said sex in the city. So I for years had the sex in the city umbrella, which is funny, but I, I finally lost it. So because it's been raining here, I, I got a new black umbrella and that's been my week in in a nutshell. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Both paper black and they're both classic. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, that's the episode. There you go. Yeah, we just wanted to check in with you, do a little wellness check. No, I thought I saw you were at, uh, you performed at Largo here in L.A. uh, sometime recently. You know, I haven't for a while, and it's my favorite place to go. I got to call up old Flanagan, uh, because I think he likes me. Uh, Or he's always not. You can never tell with these guys. They're nice all the damn time. (laughs) <laughs> and genuine, genuinely happy to see you. It doesn't necessarily mean he approves of me doing the same jokes for the last fifteen years. So, uh, but but well, I, where'd I, you perform in L.A. that I saw it on social media? Well, uh, I'm doing a longer set at the Lyric Hyperion on Friday, like just doing an hour in town, which never is a great idea. Uh, but that's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so tomorrow, that's not where I saw you. No, no, <laughs> I no, uh, I yeah. This was I, something from the past. The like past. In the last, last week, did you post anything on your socials at, from a comedy club? I can't, I can't believe I thought it was Largo, and I'm wrong. Yeah, why? Why am I not remembering? Uh, I think I did. <laughs> yeah. Did you do some secret shows? They're like stay a secret even after you do them. Isn't that funny that 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 theme of of show seems to work? The we're not going to tell you who's coming, uh, and and people get excited and they yeah line don't up. tell comedy. It's yeah don't tell anyone. Don't tell this is the secret show and every it's packed. It's like yeah. the being a name or trying to be a name in comedy is like a bad thing. People don't even want to hear names. Not only they're not going to remember it anyway. They just, they don't even want to know your name. No, they're all about surprise. And, yeah. uh, you know, and also and, seeing like a diverse younger lineup than a lot of the uh, clubs probably provide of late. Right. And I'm really pushing the envelope when it comes to that criteria. I mean, I use a <laughs> lot of lotion, but I, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm 47 and I'll be 48 in a, in a, in a, in a week here. Well, you don't look a day over 46, so don't sweat it. Thanks. You know what? I, uh, hey, that's my favorite thing where you, <laughs> you think something's a compliment and then it, and then you realize what they said the next Wait time. a minute. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, using a lot what of facial. Wait, uh, hold on now. I'm not that wrinkly. Screeching tires. <laughs> yeah. Jukebox. Real, real Jimmy Stewart. Uh, yeah. Hey, what's with this drafty old home and these goddamn kids? Why do we have to have so many goddamn kids? He's a real dick in that movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, I I've been promoting that I'm singing with this punk band. Um, maybe you saw that. I'm 
singing uh, it's songs from old skateboard videos from the 80s and 90s so so people know these songs if you're in the right atmosphere but we're doing a snowboard contest near seattle so i don't i don't know uh like not outside during the contest it's in a bar next to oh, okay chair nine so you're at if you're anywhere near chair nine at mount baker uh on the day before my birthday february 4th i'm going to be singing some of your favorite songs from skate videos well, I have, you know, I have so many favorite skate videos that, of course, it goes in line with that, that I have a lot of favorite songs from those videos. Well, I, I bet you would know a lot of these songs because there's bands like Firehose or, or, or Dinosaur Jr. that just used to let all their music be used without mm -hmm. any any royalties being paid. Yeah. And so a lot of them are in Dead Kennedys, Agent Orange. Like there's a bunch of bands that are well-known really good song like there are good dead kennedy songs believe it or not uh but uh yeah i'm i'm going to a vocal coach in a couple days because there's a few of them that i have trouble with but but yeah i'm rocking out i still can't remember doug what what comedy show i did i they just are a blur that's all right i <laughs> you know i'm the same if you'd ask me about my last seven days i would be like uh people always like like uh Sometimes they'll throw at you the what did you have for breakfast? It's like a you know trick question. Yeah. Because uh, I really honestly have to stop and think about it most days. If, you know, unless I'm asked right after I clean my plate what I have. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, in yeah. your mouth right yeah. now? What are you swallowing? What are you chewing on? Well, I'm not sure. Earlier I was chewing on a banana. <laughs> I think it might still be banana. <laughs> yeah. I can remember a banana from last week, but. What was just on my fork heading towards my face three minutes ago? I I really don't recall. Chris Fairbanks, have you ever done the? Uh, they used to do it every week at the Virgil, uh, the hot tub with Kurt and Kristen. You know, I am afraid. Much like meltdown, I, you know, people think I'm one of the cool kids, but I even when I went to the meltdown. <laughs> party where they're like hey everyone who ever did the show is on the poster and i looked with kumail and emily i'm like no i, I never did it I, I, and they're like sure you did you're right here and they were trying to find my name and they're like oh there must have been a misprint i'm like no i you guys never had me do the show and i don't care i'm not mad see him at the party like i don't <laughs> I, I love kurt uh braun he's about to be you know on my podcast it's you know i'm not there's no hard feelings but i don't believe i've ever uh done hot tub the show nor do i enjoy being in hot tubs i don't like hot water uh, that's just between you and i and me <laughs> you both of you and me I just don't, between I don't the dugs between just two between dugs. the yes uh um, yeah. okay well uh, I, I didn't ask to drag this thing out of you that like a close friend of yours never puts you on his show i asked <laughs> because they've gone uh outdoor uh they perform oh. the show weekly now on wednesday nights here in la at a place called permanent records roadhouse right and it's a cool venue that has uh, indoor space and an outdoor space and records for sale yeah, no I love way. that place. I saw Frankie yeah. and the Witch Fingers there, and it was an awesome oh, show. Cool. And yeah. you're right up there. You're basically, I was like sitting on the snare drum. But I, yeah. yeah, that place is great. And hot tubs should be outside. Well, of course, it's just the name of their show. There's no hot tubs. Right, right. They I keep, I keep comedians yeah. to come until they tell their jokes. It's just right. a stand up show. It's but just they the name of it. For a long time at one place, and then they quit yeah. during Pando, and now. Uh, I don't know if it was a combination of being conscious of uh, COVID still and right. wanting to do the show somewhere or the old place they did it at uh, stopping or I don't know what, I don't know how it came together exactly, but it's outdoors. Sure. I did it last night. I'm not, I barely even know the guy and I did it. And um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it yeah. last night and um, it was, you know, it was cold outside, but the crowd, yeah, was, was. The crowd was super into it. Like, so I, uh, I, I think outdoor comedy is here to stay. Yeah, I think so, too. Like people working at home, everyone's finding out productivity is still up. We're still funny, even though I can't feel my toes from last night being at Bar Bandini. I watched <laughs> that outdoor show and I literally my toes were cold all night. Like it was seriously 40 
something degrees, which most yeah, people. But there you, you are in your sandals wondering why your feet are cold. Right, right. You know me. <laughs> Flip flops and jeans like a guy from North Carolina. <laughs> the whole city. Uh, the state. It's a state. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I miss the Virgil. I, I can't wait to go up there. And uh, I'll do hot tub once they uh, back in my call. Because the Virgil is still an ongoing thing. Like it's still those shows. I, th- that's a good question. I find that I don't I'm not hip to a lot of uh, the shows going on since pandemic. And I don't ask a lot uh, around town. So I'm like waiting until I'm on the road and then I'm all rusty and I'm like, okay, I got to start practicing more uh, (laughs) going to the comedy store and all that. So I'm going to do that. It's one of my resolutions next to learning CPR. Uh, Both are great resolutions (laughs) and you could probably, you know, do both of them in a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably just yeah. pick a day and get them both done. Yeah. Um, let's recap last week's conversation really quick for anyone who joined us uh, in progress. Uh, here's what we have so far Chris, Christopher, not Topher, James, Fancy, Fairbanks has been, Fairbanks has been to Alaska, AKA Chrissy Jim. That, that <laughs> sounds like a nice roundup. Yeah. Yeah. I think that covers pretty much what, what we got through last week. And you uh, did get my photograph of my corn dog penis bandaid tattoo. <laughs> yes, you've, okay, you yeah. put that out there. It's on uh, Twitter, uh, Wide World Zero Dugs on Twitter. If you want to go look at something gross, yeah, it is gross. <laughs> it is gross. It's very it does not photograph well. It's surrounded by bug bites. It's very. <laughs> it is, I have a gross ankle. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but how much did we get into the whole uh, nickname thing uh, last time? Did you s- tell us if you've ever had any uh, nicknames right. that stuck? Uh, no, I, I was always rooting for CJ because I'm Christopher James, but it never oh, happened. Right. Yeah, there was another CJ in my gang. Uh, we, we, it was a gang. We were all red and we killed a lot of people. And but I and then my when I was a kid, my parents called me Scott for a month because I like some kid at my daycare that had cool shoes. So then I got tired of that. But I've never earned a nickname other than Fairby, Michelle Balloon, who I saw last night. Uh, She was doing the Frozen Outdoor concert. I uh, I she calls me Fairby, her and Martha. But that's that's as far as we got. That's a recap of. uh, But yeah, that's that's all we went over, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, Fairby came up last week too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Fairby comes up fairly often. Yeah, I think like. if you're around the right people, and and especially if you're talking about past conversations we've had, then I'm sure to bring it up. If, if well, I <laughs> I refer to you, I I when just with te- when texting with Doug Mellard, I refer to you as. Uh, Fair Banksy. I like it. Which, I like you it. know. I also think you should maybe run with. Uh, have you thought about uh, just creating art installations and drawing on walls and then signing it, Fair Banksy? I mean, he he does. That is your living for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drawing on walls was uh, pretty much a currency in in Austin, and I went to some of the places where I did the walls. Most of them are closed. Uh, but I did go to Groovy Automotive. They still have my. They, they, I literally paid for. I hope I didn't talk about this last time. I think I maybe did because I was so excited <laughs> about it. But they fixed my car and I paid them with a drawing. And this guy oh. did sur- surgery on my. I had an anal fistula. I went to this proctologist and I drew a picture of him barbecuing at a grill. And he has that above his desk. Like, what a interesting town that you kind of used to be where you, you, art was. <laughs> considered money you could trade like you're at some outdoor medieval uh marketplace you know with dead chickens hanging anyway yeah i uh i i i used to do that so i could be fair bank see that'd be i i would love to i don't do a lot of spray painting though i'm not a graffiti guy what you just said reminded me that uh i used to have a vampire hand puppet called fistula Really? <laughs> Did you seriously? No, that's just what it sounded uh, like lo- to me when you I said that it. word. I love it. I love it. 
a I vampire hand puppet. And My name delivered. is Vistula because I have it in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't let Jeff Dunham catch wind of that. Oh, my God. Yeah, millions would <laughs> roll in. Be huge. Yeah, if you somehow made it a racist vampire. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I think all all vampires are racist, right? Because there's certain blood types they don't want. They don't like. Yeah, you, you are right. Yeah, it has to be, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, negative. particular. <laughs> yeah, it's not skin color, uh, at least. So they kind of change it up, but they are yeah. really bloodest. So your initials that you've got are CJF. That's probably never been an issue one way or the other. It's they're, you know, yeah, perfectly yeah. okay initials, I guess. Yeah, easily monogrammable on a uh, bathrobe or towel. Yeah. They just don't spell anything fun. I like the ones that spell something. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. Could you could, could you change your middle name for me? Change it uh, to, um, let's see, Eugene, and then I'll be Cuff, and then uh, you know uh, Eugene starts with an E, yes. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That'd be uh, a hilarious way to name uh, name a kid Eugene, and it's U dash Gene, like the word U turn, but with Gene <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> Yeah, you could name a kid anything. They're not going to stop you at the hospital. It's bizarre, right? Does anybody even look at you sideways when, you, like, like when uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's like, "We're going to call it Apple." Does anybody just go like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. give her a look, or can I mean, I guess you can't look at Gwynny sideways. She wouldn't have it. No, no, no. <laughs> she would let you. She have would it. goof all over you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> she would goop your ass. <laughs> yeah yeah i uh yeah i'll be i'll be uh yeah cough is well, the only a, word that's like a, uh, I, a your last statement just feels like such a cliffhanger that let's go to a break um <laughs> and people continue. are like okay don't i, I mean uh, <laughs> uh chris didn't really finish his statement there so we'll uh see what he has to say i'll, after- I'll remember he has a chance to get his thoughts together yeah. uh, during these commercials. Don't listen to the commercials, Chris. Just think about what you were uh, right. What point you were about to make, and we'll be right back. Okay. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/metaverseimpact. We're back. Take it away, Chris. Well, I, I, I was just remembering. I, uh, I, I do know a guy named Eugene. We start with a U. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So you were so like it's, it wasn't any. You weren't being silly or no, no, stupid no. in any way because no, you not have, stupid. Certainly, you have not empirical stupid. evidence. That yeah, yeah. The I mean, Eugene, I, it starts with a U. I wish I could show it to you. I got his headshots right here, but alas, this is just a verbal. This is an audio podcast, so you can't see this glossy headshot I'm holding up of my good friend Eugene, starting with a U. So it's just U G E N E. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's a ticket. That's exactly how... Even eugenics has an E before the U. Yeah, you know, Eugene's parents, uh, Ulysses and... and, uh, Ursula? Ursula, thank you. You know them. You know them, yeah. they very non-traditional. So they, yeah, they're all hyphens. uh, The whole family. That'd be fun to name a girl Ursula, but add an EU at the beginning. (laughs) Ursula. Ursula. (laughs) Um, Speaking of naming kids, though, um, have you ever been involved in uh, pet naming? Oh, I thought you were going to say a pregnancy. Yeah. I... <laughs> Do you have any kids out there that you wonder about? <laughs> I I mean, the whole none that I know of phrase is such a hacky. Uh, I think I'm shooting blanks. But I did uh, have a cat named Rev. 
uh, because he purred a lot. I mean, I was a kid when I named this cat. I know that's kind sure. of a dumb name, but R E V V. It was on his tags, and uh, he was a loud purrer. So, and I had that was my choice. I named the cat Rev, and that that that's that I, I had full involvement in that exactly the situation that you brought up. <laughs> yeah, they, sometimes they let the kids name the uh, the pets. So sometimes you get some uh, some pretty silly ones, um, you know, because kids are so dumb. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We really, yeah, our brains haven't fully developed, and we think it's a good name, but we're just stupid kids. I mean, Rev just sounds like you're like you know trying to put some sort of religious spin on, like maybe like it feels like the dog. It's like his fur has like it looks like he's wearing a you know yeah. a white collar. It looks <laughs> like he's a priest. Yeah, fully black cat with just a white tuft right under his neck, and that's, yeah, yeah, that or, along with the purring and the Reverend, constant. Constant talking about Jesus. Today's More sermon is by the... Reverend Kitty Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to that church. Yeah, or the that cat. church? There's probably or one the... in Portland. <laughs> probably. Or the yeah. cat was a big fan of Reverend Horton Heat, which would be uh, odd. <laughs> I just I just saw Reverend Horton Heat a, a couple months ago. Mike Weeby's band oh, was wow. opening opening for them oh, and, yeah. the and the Toadies. That's right. And, uh, which uh, Mike Weeby band was it? Fistula. It, <laughs> it was. It was Count Fistula and uh, and uh, uh, the Draculas. Yeah, it was the Draculas and uh, and Reverend Horton Heat. You know, I was never into that whole rockabilly stand up bass mm -hmm. scene. You know, I did take some swing dance lessons after Swingers came out, uh, but that was just to me. <laughs> To meet girls. I'm not kidding. I really did. I wore the hats. I, love it. I was an idiot. But uh, <laughs> but I uh, they were great. Like I the guys amazing. I I and the oh, toadies, yeah, fun. the toadies sounded the same. Like it, it's so cool to see these, you know, they're clearly older and you think they're gonna play slower or their voices aren't gonna be all there, but man, what a good show. And uh yeah, so that's yeah, that's um I was never like, yeah, same same deal with me. I was never really into the, you know, the swing scene beyond like just its sudden popularity, right? And sort of trying to adapt to it, and then how quickly it seemed to also go away. Like, yeah. in fact, the time Swingers came out, like that movie wasn't wasn't really like the movie about swing dancing that everybody thought it was going to be. It was more just about relationships. Yeah, and it and wasn't about. It wasn't about swinging, really, either. I mean, they got oh, close. Oh, no, no, no. And that, was, uh, yeah. that, that was a joke that that's kind of misleading because they're both so terrible with women. Uh, right. Know, the one guy, John Favreau's character, leaves insanely long messages on women's <laughs> voicemail. <laughs> that and, is uh, the scene and, uh, that makes Vince Vaughn makes... calls everybody baby. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's one of those movies that doesn't fully hold up after all these years. Uh, <laughs> it got their foot in the door, though, because both those guys are, you know, sh show business and movie giants. I mean, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah, uh, they're, yeah, they're big, they're big they're, fellows. They are big fellows. And uh, I've interviewed them both for Fuel TV and neither one of, one of them wanted to spend a moment with me so that you could tell they uh, they really know what they're doing in Hollywood. They just kind of push push me aside when I asked a question. <laughs> like, oh. Wait, so you you started with I interviewed them, and then it becomes you didn't interview them because they pushed you aside. Well, I or definitely asked the interview them. I interviewed them, and they didn't want to play my silly little game, uh, which they was were like we're going to move on to the next. They were doing a junket or something. They had to talk to other people. Yeah, it was a red carpet thing at a Tony Hawk. Uh, skate park benefit thing I used to go to every year but then there'd be someone like uh Jamie Lee Curtis was I'm it seems like I'm name dropping but I no, I, don't I know love these it. people Let's tell us who's I, nice in those situations she is the I love her still to this day not only was it my first crush and the first boobs I saw in a movie but uh mm -hmm. and by it I mean that that wonderful woman <laughs> sorry anyway uh, I I was in the sun interviewing. She's like, you you should be wearing sunscreen. You're gonna get uh, burnt. And I'm like, well, I got all the people are coming. I can't I can't move from here. That she was just concerned about my skin. 
went all the way into this event. It was it was at the house from Commando, the, the, where he kills everyone. And it's the house of the guy that owns That's Ralph. Amazing. Uh, and she went all the way through this castle-like house into the back, purchased a hat, this camouflage quicksilver hat, came back out and signed it and put uh, uh, SPF 35 or or more. <laughs> she wrote that on the bill and put it on my head and then walked away. <laughs> She just put a hat wow. on my head, like, and went through a lot to go get it. And then yeah. the next year, I was doing the same event, and I was like, "Hey, you might not remember me, but you bought me this hat. I wore the hat again." She's like, "Of course I remember," and she she signed the same thing again on the hat, just <laughs> exactly the same thing right next to it, and put a date. But I, I was, she's just the most wonderful human. Uh, That's so. great. Yeah, I wish she was in Swingers. How yeah, was Michael she's Myers? Like, uh, what? How, How was Michael Myers on the red carpet? Oh, okay. <laughs> Talk about Michael Myers. Do you know, do you do you have some intel? Like you know, you're asking him a loaded question. He, no, he, no, he uh, yeah, he signed a one a mask of uh, of uh, oh god, I can't remember <laughs> the guy from Star Trek. Just never mind. William Shatner. William Shat he signed a an inside out William Shatner mask and put that on my face. He thought I'd yeah. get sunburned also. Until okay. you said that, I didn't know why Doug was bringing up uh, Mike Myers at all. I was just really, it's just like in it, it, Baby Driver, I thought of Mike Myers, you know, I thought oh, of yeah. Powers. Like, yeah, what does yeah. that have to do with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, it, and I, it, even when I was trying to come up with the name William Shatner, I, I realized you mentioned it because of the Halloween, the movie. He's, yeah. Jamie Lee is in that, just for anyone that wasn't caught up there. Jamie Lee Curtis was in those 17 films. Yeah, well, she she turned out for like five of them, but yeah, um, yeah. And now, supposedly, her role in the films is done. I haven't seen the most recent one. No, uh, but I do. Uh, I do but... remember she was in the hospitals, so <laughs> she wasn't. Her character was not doing well. Right, and uh, you know, it's funny that she told you uh, to wear. Uh, sunscreen, not knowing you were about to get burned by Vince Vaughn. Right. <laughs> I got, I got a, yeah, emotionally uh, stage three burned by the Vaughn man. Have you ever seen him in that uh, cell uh, brawl in Cell Block 99? Yes, this is one of the most violent it's, movies ever. And you do not expect him to be in it, and you do not expect him to legitimately know how to throw the scariest of punches, and he's smashing skulls and brains are oh, flying. God. It is not what you would expect. I highly yeah. recommend it, though. It's just he's making his way up through the ranks to beat up the main boss in, in a prison, and it's the most violent, grim movie I've ever seen, and it made me like him because I didn't know he could be a soft-spoken He's not doing a caricature of himself in that movie. He's just like a badass fighter. And yeah, he doesn't do the fast talking character that we usually No, get. no. He is just a quiet, lots of anger building up inside of him. He tears, he like tears the bumper off of a car with his bare yeah, hands at one that's point. That's the best. Yeah. Oh he my beats, God. He bites yeah, a he's car. He's just he, an animal. He's just he, like, they he, depict him as being like, you know, taller than everybody. And when he's doing that, he's punching the mirror and he's bleeding. You can tell he's yeah. actually bleeding. Like he beats yeah. oh the God. shit out of a car. I'm mm -hmm. sure they loosen the hood when he rips it off and throws it 70 yeah. feet. But it, you know, it's it made a real me realize. example for men out there that want to, you know, participate in domestic abuse. Go out and fuck up your own car instead. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> and that is, it, it showed that he, you know, he, he, he cared about to, her enough to not hit her or he hit the car <laughs> instead. But she had to sit there and watch in a way that she was like, am I next? Right. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> only <laughs> comforted, only comforted by the fact she knows Dexter is her brother. Exactly. And her brother yeah. that she sleeps with. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, That's a complicated uh, relationship. Yeah. Can you imagine being an actor and your sister plays your girlfriend in something like I don't know. It seems wrong. Oh, oh I think that he in real life. Was oh, they are married. Married in real life. And she it, played. But they play sister. brother and sister on Dexter. But then they play uh, kiss, uh, you know, sexually. 
there's like a weird incest thing. That show got weird in the end. It's not the murdering <laughs> that bothered me. It's the incest. Stab all the people you want, yeah. but not your sister with your penis. Keep it only knives. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind if two, you know, consensual adults that are related to each other yeah. uh, take a bloodbath together. But yeah, love is love. But, but when uh, you when the Trinity Killer you know murders one person in, in a bath, that's uh, that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. That was uh, I don't know what season that was at Dexter, but that was John Lithgow played like one of the, that was one of the scariest. Uh, yeah. Characters that guy, ever. That guy can do anything. Harry and the Hendersons, Third Rock from the Sun, Ricochet, his first time. Yeah. Remember in Ricochet? Not to just talk about prison fight movies. We're going to get to nicknames in a minute. But in Ricochet, he fights Denzel Washington and makes armor out of phone books, if you recall. What? Yeah, he's in a prison fight, and it's the most—it's the scariest thing. He makes armor out of phone books, and then yeah, oh man, lift guy. He he drugs him up and ties him down, and then puts a a lady on top of him who has sex on his uh uh, on his penis, even though he's like uh you know married or whatever. But he's just so drugged out, he just has sex with her anyway, and um and then uh, you know Lithgow films it. And so then now he's got this, uh, you know, thing to blackmail him with this film of him, you know, because yeah. oftentimes the wife will be like, oh, yeah, it, you know, it makes sense that he cheat on me by getting tied to a bed. Yes. Being barely conscious. That really uh, that yeah. seem legit. Oh, is there a scene where she watches the footage <laughs> and she's like, how could he? How could yeah. he handcuff himself to a bed in a prison and make love yeah. while asleep? How could he do that to me? It's have not you very ever, realistic. Have you, uh, I keep wanting to call you Doug because you're like, <laughs> you're, you're like one of us. Honorary man. Doug. You yeah. know what? Maybe that's my nickname. The third Doug. <laughs> Start calling you Doug. Uh, <laughs> you ever eat at a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse? I am offended by that name, much like uh, a lot of lady friends of mine hate the word moist or panties. Ruth's Chris, that's apostrophe Ruth. So Ruth, I guess, owns Chris. And it quite literally, <laughs> I believe, it was called Chris's Steakhouse. And then this Ruth came along. She's like, it's my steakhouse. And I'm using your name, she said to Chris on his deathbed. So then it became Ruth. <laughs> Ruth's Chris. It's impossible to enunciate. No, Ruth, it's, a weird, Ruth, it's Chris. weird to say. Yeah, it's, uh, I've always been frustrated with it, how terrible it is to say, but then I enjoy the restaurant itself, so I've just learned to live with it. Oh, see, I haven't been there yet. It's, it's good steaks then? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, okay. <laughs> and you got, the, you, got the, the, you got the people flipped. Chris is the son. Ruth, Ruth always had the place because she was rich or whatever. And, oh, uh, you know, when it was created, she named it for her son. Like it's Ruth's, oh. it's her oh. Chris, and it's well, that's even it's a, their steakhouse. That, that yeah. doesn't make it any easier to say for some. No, no it's it still weird. Upsetting. No yeah. explanation doesn't help at all, really. No, no. I'm yeah. glad it, uh, that my whole thing about the deathbed and someone uh, killing someone for their business is made up. But so is most of the things I've said have been made up. I just worry about people named Ruth having to hear about it way more than people named Chris have to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, is Ruth even a... It feels like it's not a popular name anymore. No, no. It's, it's more of a roadside diner waitress name, you know? Yeah, Ruth. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of uh, who's a... Ruth Buzzy is probably, you know, she's... Still alive, but uh, barely active on Twitter. Uh, but man, no, I, no, not not even active on Twitter. That's why I said alive, but barely. They they announced on her Twitter account that she's not tweeting anymore. Oh, I mean, I saw some solid jokes from. But her. she had great uh, jokes. Yeah, no, she was yeah. very funny up until when she, uh, till somebody took her phone away from her or whatever happened. Yeah, and then she tried to hit him with her big floppy hat. <laughs> her, her purse. She was always hitting people with her purse. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was her she purse. didn't have a hat because she had a, she, that lady had a hairnet. That character always yeah. wore that ugly hairnet, which, you know, what a look. 
Yeah, that's what I don't not like about these new roasts. There's not enough violence, uh, you know, people just giving up and hitting the other person with their handbag. That was like what she did on all those Dean Martin roasts. Man. Yeah, because she'd already established that on Laugh-In, that she was like, she was always hitting the other characters with the, her purse, accusing everybody of being oh, dirty. Yeah. Get away I, from me. You know, like Artie Johnson would like m- try to move closer to her on the park bench to flirt with her, and she'd just start hitting him with her purse. <laughs> <laughs> Which more women should just do. Like the second a guy even just tries anything, just start hitting him with your purse. Because he's not going to get hurt, but We'll probably get the message. Yeah. Oh, is this the thing you wanted to steal? Well, I'm going to give you lumps with it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. If a guy's trying to steal it from me, you definitely hit him with it. I just meant, oh. you know, I just meant guys that just say, hey, uh, well, why don't you just smile? You'd look better. If you yeah, yeah. That kind of crap. <laughs> just hit him with your purse. <laughs> you know, it's like having a pillow fight that's ready to go day and night. You know, like you're not going to hurt the guy, but he's going to be like, you know, it's going to. He's going to listen. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. A personal That's my advice up. to women. <laughs> yeah, if someone says, hey, you dropped your drop something, and it's like, oh, and you look down. It's a smile. Uh, you know, that's that's another one I've heard before. You drop something, it's your smile. That First of all, that doesn't even make sense. Time to get some purse time in your face, buddy. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, if I were a girl, I'd say, yeah, and I'm going to leave it on the ground because it would be disgusting to pick it up and put it back on. Yeah, it's unsanitary. Five-second rule, (laughs) asshole. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're getting down to it. We're we're not going to have to do a third part. We're we're getting to the very end of the uh, questions. Okay, Um, I'm ready. This is, well, we're going to have to know how his umbrella is treating him. Oh, I, it, it would have to rain within the next 15 minutes. Yeah, or less. Um, <laughs> what's the situation? What's your life been like with regards to Dougs? Have there been any uh, other than uh, the two of us? Are there any Dougs in your life? Past yes. or present? Yeah, past or pregnant. I, uh, I have a good friend youth, uh, from my youth. Uh, named Doug Rivas. Uh, he's a skateboarder friend. We still are friends to this day. I'm very, I have a very tight knit uh, group of, of friends from Montana and we always will meet somewhere in a group of 15, like, uh, and, and no one has passed away yet. It's, uh, it's, it's, and there's, there's one good Doug in there. Yeah. Doug Rivas. I, I often think of Doug, when I'm around uh, other Dougs, because I think a lot of Dougs just would get along. I don't know why that is. That's a generalization, of course. But uh, I think you both <laughs> would love Doug Rivas. He's just a fun, happy person. Uh, yeah. I don't so there's like that. Him. You don't like him? You don't like the cut of his chin? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I don't care for him. He's, he's great. He's got a bright yellow boat and he takes it out with his family. They always go boating. Ah, Doug, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And he could ollie over any fire hydrant you could you could show him. He'd just pop over it on his skateboard. Got legs like a spider, that Doug. Yeah, so there's that, Doug. But I, I guess that was that was kind of boring. Uh, I can't think of any other Doug, though. That's the that's the one that comes to mind. Yeah, there's not a lot of us out there. Yeah, I, I guess not. I guess not. Especially on the current scene, you know, like, uh, obviously, we always bring him up. Doug Stanhope is a sure, of course. comedian yeah. that we know. And, yeah, I'm um, pals with him. I like yeah. him. He- and there's a Doug Smith who also does comedy. Oh wow! Uh, I know a Doug Smith. He's uh, from the. He's he's in a band with the guy I'm going to play up with in Seattle. He's in the band called The Volumen. His name's Doug Smith. Wow! I mean, Doug Smith of all all the fucking names. Like you're, you know, it's already Smith, and then they're like, "What can we do to spice this up? <laughs> what Are can you we familiar? do that make our child stand out? Let's go with Doug." Isn't the Bruce McCullough song? These are the Dugs I know. Dave's I know. Dave. Ah, oh, shit. Because then Dave Foley <laughs> is is one of them. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, but uh, Dave Foley has been on this show. And oh, really? Got, 
Yeah, and we didn't have to have a, a whole extra hour to get in his dance. Right. Sorry. Are you kind of? Do you think it was a better episode? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I I'm not <laughs> ever in competition with Dave. It Foley. was better only in the sense that it was more fun and tighter. But if you right, like, right, gotcha. If you okay. like a more rambling conversation, <laughs> if you like a more, <laughs> I hear you. I understand. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had Bruce McCullough on on ours, and I that uh, I I did ask, uh, but I didn't say Doug. I was smart enough at the time. I had had an Adderall, and I said, "Dave's are they real Dave's?" And they were indeed. Like, yeah, the Dave that worked in a mattress store was a guy that worked with his dad. They weren't in the Kids in the Hall sketch music video that he did. That wasn't the real people, but they were Those all were based actors. on. Yeah, those were actors, but he said they were based on real Daves. And I thought everything he oh, said great. was interesting. Yeah, he was so <laughs> gracious I think and it would sweet. Be that, it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard to cast Daves, you know, to right. just make that right. a requirement of being in the bit. So yeah. Dave Foley's walking down the street, a bunch of guys not named Dave while somebody thinks these are the Daves I know. Yeah, I think yeah. imagine though if every Dave you knew for a video uh, for your sketch show that probably Lauren Michaels didn't give him a huge budget. Imagine flying all these real life Daves. They're probably not all in <laughs> yeah. Toronto. Hey you know? Dave, buddy, I got you a sweet gig. Yeah, I'm living in Thailand now because of my uh, weird <laughs> sexual lifestyle. You're gonna have to fly me in. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, you just stay there, weird Dave. <laughs> yeah, it's not. These are the weird Daves I know. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't normal, that. normal Daves. These are right. these are the Daves on my street. Would have been an easier. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that any other Doug I think of are, are my dad's buddies. It is it is kind of a, a older older name. No offense to both of you. Yeah, and me. No, it's, now that it's going out of style, name. I'm telling you. And I yeah. and I and I'm here for it. I don't I don't care. I don't need there to be more Dugs. Right. Um, me either. Yeah. Too many Chris's. I mean. The Dougs that are out there now, Chris, since we started this podcast, every, not every performance, but most of my performances as a headliner, I've said to the audience, is anyone here named Doug? And the answer is always no, or there is one, and they just refuse to speak up in that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is sending... typical Doug behavior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Doug in the audience is always wearing like a snowmobile suit and a cam camouflage hat. And yeah, he doesn't, and he doesn't he, answer to the name Doug. Yeah, this this comedy show was his first first venture out into society for the last ten years. And you're in Fertile Bay, Wisconsin, and he keeps asking you about your jokes. At, oh no, that was me. That was me. <laughs> uh, that, but yeah, it's it's hard to find a Doug. But Stanhope's a good one. I'm glad you brought him up. Oh yeah, let's circle back again. Uh, <laughs> He's our he's uh he's one of our white elephants. Uh he would probably be absolutely fine with doing the show, but I kind of like uh you know um feel like he'd be good to do like if we decided to stop doing it like a final episode kind of thing or something. Yeah. I I think he saved Doug for a very very special episode. Yeah. Of, we uh, talk about him elf. all the time cuz most yeah. of the guests are comedians and so his name comes up uh, you know almost every episode. Um, but another name that comes up every episode and just, you know, give me your thoughts in two minutes or less mm -hmm. on uh, second gentleman, Douglas Emhoff. Uh, I got two minutes to conjure yeah. <laughs> Douglas M. Hoff. Yeah. Middle name. Don't know. Yeah. Well, he, he it's an interesting I hope his uh, middle name is I hope his middle name is Jerk because then he'd be <laughs> Douglas Jerkamoff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this is this a real guy? Am I being uh, Yeah, no, that's know. why yeah, I said no. that's why I said second gentleman. He's the second gentleman of the United States. Oh. He's married to our vice president Kamala. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've ever. I'm not familiar. She's been so right? quiet. People don't even think about him because, first of all, he's the second gentleman, the first one in history. Uh, so he's just like, you know, the, the hubby of the lady in charge. And then yeah. um, and then he's also a Doug. So he just he's just very low key, low profile. Uh, you know, people don't really they're not that aware of him. 
the Hoff, man. Oh God, that's <laughs> that guy. Why? Where is he? And where's she? I'm so excited. I I liked her so much, and then it's it's probably not her choice that we hear nothing from her. I I really well, want to know. Just, you know, she's just on death watch, basically. Yeah, I guess she's she just like to... you know, probably reading a lot of books, just getting her mind ready for it. Looking at her watch. You know, yeah. he wants to. He's saying he's going to run for re-election. So, like, so uh, why wouldn't she still be on the ticket? I would think. You know, because no, it's not like she's done anything bad or wrong. Right. She's, you know, she I, just hasn't really. I, I, how does the vice? How does the vice president even show off or look like they're doing a good job? You know what I mean? Like, you just show up at all the events and nod. Right. Right. And, <laughs> Make and a speech I, sometimes. Yeah, or hide shivering in the corner if someone breaks into the White House. There's not much you can do, I guess. I I would love to see more. From, I really do like Kamala Harris. I I think she'd be not to get political, but I she she I think she'd be great president. And that's not even knowing much about her. But if, if she's got a husband called the Hoff, oh man, he should have performed at the uh, taking down of the Berlin Wall. <laughs> they got they booked the wrong Hoff. Yeah, yeah. He should have been Knight Rider. <laughs> Chris He's Fairbanks, my... you did yeah. it. You answered all the questions. Did I though? Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. You really did. You gave okay. us you gave us all the answers we wanted in our first uh, double penetrating interview. Yeah, yeah. This was a real where we, where we went at it two times. Yeah. In episodes one hundred and one hundred and one, yeah, yeah, you, know, you bridge be- the the one hundred and one. Uh, you bridge the gap between the first hundred episodes and the second hundred episodes. Oh, really? Wow! Yeah. I'm like a cross generational guy. That's so yeah. cool. It's, that like could my be great... <laughs> like you know your that? what? The the well, it's just it's, it rarely happens. Like uh, I'm comparing it to, of course, because it makes no sense. My great grandmother was born in eighteen. 18- 98 and lived till 2001 so she saw three uh generations uh decades uh centuries yeah wow yeah Yeah, she dipped her foot in three of them mainly in buzzy yeah she used to just attack men with her handbag her name was (laughs) helen helen that's another classic great grandma name Helen, she was great. Yeah, she's smart yeah, as Helen, a whip. Helen is like, uh, I think it's another one that's like, uh, it's not as like you don't when you hear Helen, you don't think old lady, but you definitely think don't think hot young lady, right? Uh, I you know? I think yeah, I think of a Far Side uh, comic character with horn rim glasses. That's Helen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. But anyway, I'd love to be on a third episode is what I'm saying. I hope I live that long. <laughs> well, you know, you should be quite honored to be on two episodes because I am you know, oh, yeah, only yeah. one or two other people have been on more than one episode. And those were people that were in episodes with, you know, other guests and stuff. So like, right. To go solo for a full hour uh, is, uh, you know, it's a lot. So but I'm thinking maybe we have you on the 200th episode to, you know, and maybe even do right. another double to to bridge to the you know episodes that's 200 200 through right that's kind of what i'm leaning towards you you just found the words more quickly than i did yeah that <laughs> i i'm i'll see you at episode 201 okay it's let's lock it in but in yeah. the meantime mm-hmm. uh what have you got to promote you said you're doing something uh tomorrow night which will technically be tonight to the listeners because this comes out uh you know this evening yeah so so what do you I'm, what is that show? Well, I'm gonna be uh, in March. I'm in Green Bay and yeah. Milwaukee. What's the show you were just talking? I oh, just asked oh, sorry. You about Friday night. <laughs> Friday Tomorrow night about. Day. Oh yeah, this airs right. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to say people go around. tonight. Yeah, to Chris yeah. At... Friday. Yeah, uh, the Lyric Hyperion uh, here in Los Angeles, California. New management. It's been uh, it's been uh, renovated, and it's a beautiful. New Lyric Hyperion. Yeah, I hear it's a sweet space. I'll uh, try to come check it out sometime. And then uh, and then you're going to say in March, you got what going on? 
I got uh, Green Bay and Milwaukee and Chicago. And then in May, I'm in Vienna, Virginia, which I think is just basically Washington, D.C. and the uh, Bell House, Bell okay. House in New York and uh, Philadelphia City Winery. These are all available at ChrisFairbanks.com. Uh, and yeah, so you can not not Chris Fairbanksy. That was just we're just having fun with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fairbanks coming soon. I, yeah, I gotta start spray painting walls. <laughs> I don't care if it's illegal. Uh, Doug, do you have any plugs? Uh, as always, find the disappearance of Toby Blackwood. Rent or buy <laughs> it on all video on demand platforms. Buy a, an album, one of my three Fart Safari albums. Find me on social at Doug Millard. What about you, dude? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be at San Francisco's annual Ooh. event called SF Sketch Fest yes. on January 27, 28, 29, doing all sorts of different, uh, four different shows over the course of the weekend. And uh, douglasmovies.com is where all my dates and deets live. Um. So this is fun, Chris. And thanks again, Chris Fairbanks, for doing this. Oh, of um, course. I did better the first time, but I don't feel terrible about this appearance. <laughs> That's great. Okay, good. I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like they were both great. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, thanks. But hey! I also oh, am just excited work. because uh, the uh, I'm just very happy about the title of uh, this episode uh, because you know we've we've don't ever have sequel titles and i love you know ridiculous sequel titles uh in film so i applied it here so uh as always do you need a doug two colon electric dougaloo <laughs>